0: Gentlemen, welcome into episode 257 of the Get Around podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Queeley, in the studio, which will become a regularity, uh, hopefully. Regularity. You know, that's the, that's the hope. The hope is uh, my house gets closed on this week. It was supposed to be uh, the original closing date, I'd like to say, was uh, August 14th, uh, and then it was pushed back. And then it was pushed back again. Then it was pushed back some more. And it's been pushed back even more. Um, so I just, I just want to give these people some money. And I want them to give me a house. And I don't understand wh- why there's all this red tape. But it is what it is. I don't want to start this show complaining just like I did last week. Uh, but yes, welcome in episode 257 of the Get Around podcast. Uh, joined by James Cook and Jordan Puente we are talking high school football this show it is a high school football heavy show after week one just wrapped up uh, on Friday we had action Thursday and Friday uh, nothing around here on Saturday which was nice um, and I don't know how, I don't know how much Saturday action we have this season but we do have a lot of of Thursday action coming up this week, the football schedule is packed, and so are the rest of the sports. To be honest with you, uh, coming up on this Thursday, since we have the holiday weekend uh, coming up in uh, well, a week from the day that we're recording, will be uh, Labor Day. Uh, you might be listening to this on a Tuesday or Wednesday or sometime in the future. Or maybe the Get Around podcast is one of the only few things that survived the apocalypse and it becomes the the, the voice of the world. Uh, people just listen to, to us talk about Northern Michigan high school sports. That's probably unlikely, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, we, we do have a wonderful show, and before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, Jimmy John's. This episode of The Get Around is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in Traverse City. Freaky fresh, freaky fast. Jimmy John's. freaky Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we have a great show for you here on episode 257 of the Get Around. Uh, we got question of the week, area code game. We'll get into the pulse, and that's going to be our uh, high school football week one uh, overreactions. We've got a guest interview with Traverse City St. Francis's Charlie Olivier and Warren Asher. Uh, and guys, do you want to hear uh, a story about them now or wait before we in- intro them? Let's go now. Let's okay, do it now. So, uh, Yesterday, uh, Sunday, August 27th, was a day of great joy for yours truly. Uh, AEW uh, All Elite Wrestling put on a show in Wembley Stadium in front of more than 81,000 fans. I love this pro wrestling company so much, and it brings me great joy uh, throughout the week. Uh, Just thinking about it, watching it, thinking about watching it, uh, and then thinking about more after I've watched it. Uh, and they were in London, obviously, at Wembley Stadium, so the pay-per-view started at noon. And as some do when they're about to enjoy their certain uh, events, sporting or otherwise, they may imbibe uh, a few beverages, uh, whether they be water, Re- uh, a, responsibly. S- a soft drink. Responsibly. Yes, responsibly, of course. <laughs> uh, and, I, I mean, I felt I was pretty responsible. I... I Throughout the event, it seems pretty responsible, um, but had a just a great time, uh, and then uh, our good friend Harrison Beebe, uh, sports director over at Seven and Four, and his roommate and I uh, decided that uh, after the pay-per-view got over, which was a little after five o'clock, that we'd go out, uh, hit a couple of places, uh, and then and then call it a night. And we yeah went downtown, had a drink, walked to Apache Trout Grill, did the nice walk along West Grand Traverse Bay, walked from downtown to Apache. Think of a walk. It is it was a bit of a walk, especially walk. in the yeah wow. um, And went there, saw some uh, live music, had another drink, left, and then we were like, let's get some food, and we decided to go to Barrio, which is one of my favorite places in it's Traverse great City, um, it's because. A great place. Uh, I was here Friday and got Barrio tacos, uh, and then Sunday went to Barrio. And while we were sitting down, uh, I was having myself a, uh, if you haven't been to Barrio or you have been to Barrio and you haven't had this drink, I highly recommend the Blackberry Bourbon Lemonade. Ooh. It is delicious, of course, if you are 21.
1: Yes. And responsible.
0: Right? Drink responsibly. Mm -hmm. uh, And legally, of course. Um... But
2: you ran into these
0: people who were not 21. Uh, yeah, and, and that is where our, our guests come in. And I see these, these two guys uh, and two girls walk in, and they sit down right next to us. And I look at them and immediately go, those are high school football players. I don't know who they are, but those guys play high school football. I could just, I could just tell. Like, I, I've been around enough of them where, where I know. I, but I didn't know who they were. And then I'm in here in the office. You guys aren't here yet. Uh, so I got here uh, a little afternoon, and uh, someone brings them back and says, oh, your guests are here. And I look, and I went, were you guys at Barrio last night? <laughs> and, they're, and they just started laughing. And they're like, yeah, we were there. I'm like, uh, you sat right next to us. And they're like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. Like, did you notice? Like, Harrison Beebe was there. I figured, I, th- I thought I saw some people looking at him. Like, they recognized him. Like, I wouldn't expect anybody to recognize me. Uh, the only time that my face gets made public is, uh, f- you know, when I write a column and they run my, my mugshot with it. Um, but I, I, I swear I, I saw them kind of glancing over at Harrison. They were, they were just glancing over at, you know, how wonderful he is to look at. Um, maybe that's, they were just taken aback by the glory that is the beauty of Harrison Beebe. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was so funny. And... I, I even apologized to him. Like, hey, I hope we weren't too loud, um, and, and I hope our our pro wrestling talk didn't bother you guys <laughs> too much. And they were like, no, 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 you were fine. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was just. I mean, I know it's a small town, it's a small world, and everything, but I didn't expect that the two guys that I saw at Barrio because it was it was fairly empty last night for a Sunday night. Uh, the whole town was kind of empty Sunday and, night. And uh, yeah, it was just funny seeing him. I'm <laughs> like. I saw you guys last night. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, so, uh, but they are—they uh, joined uh, James and Jordan for a conversation that uh, we'll play a little bit later on, and then we will get into our get-around Hall of Fame, nominate some student athletes for our Athlete of the Week award, and then we will finish the show with our happy endings. Talk about what made us happy inside and outside of sports this week. The interview really well. Yeah, awesome. those guys seemed uh, immediately confident. great. Like got some, got some yeah, tears. Stay, got stick
2: some around, you can you can find out which one of them threw up on the bus after the Charlevoix game. Yep. Uh, you can find out which one of them can do a standing backflip. Yep. You
1: can
0: find out which one of them had his helmet taken away from him during the game at one point by the trainer. Yep. Okay. What it was an it was an event. Well, the nice thing about it is I have well, I, mean, I have to listen to that. <laughs> But now I'm looking forward to listening to that interview. It was a good one. It was uh, a good one. uh, So that's good. All right. Well, then let's get into our our question of the week. And I I bring this up um, only because I've never been a a nap guy. Harrison (laughs) Beebe, on the other hand, who I've been staying with since Thursday, uh, I am very gracious for his um, hospitality that he has offered throughout this. But I've been staying at his place uh, since then while I'm still working on closing my house. And he's a nap guy. He gets up early. I can totally see that. And okay. he's a nap guy. He's
2: got like negative 2% body fat. It, <laughs> correct.
0: <laughs> yes. I don't know if napping helps with that. Um, <laughs> but are you guys nap guys? Do you guys take naps? Heck no. yeah. Heck Apparently yeah.
2: Never. Like if I, ever, if I take a nap, it, like
0: that's a sign that I am sick. Really? Oh, wow. You're, you're a nap guy? Yeah, or if I, I need... I if I really physically exhausted myself. Right. I have to be... Like, it rarely I have to be completely and utterly exhausted mm-hmm. or, or sick uh, to take a nap. I just, I can't, I can't fall asleep for like 15 or 45 minutes or even an hour and then wake up and feel good. I've never, as like an adult, taken a nap, woken up and felt good. When do you normally nap, Jordan? Well, if for me, a, it's like schedule? it depends.
1: Like You you, you guys kind of mentioned it. It's If you're physically exhausted or if you're sick, you nap. But honestly, for me, if I just feel tired, I'll just knock out thinking it's going to be a quick 15-minute nap. And I wake up. Since moving here, it's been kind of weird because obviously when you wake up, the sun is still out. And it's like 10 o'clock at night. It kind of threw me off a little bit. There have been times where I wake up. I'm like, "Oh man, it's so late." Look at the clock. It's, it's like nine o'clock. It's like eight o'clock. I tend to nap. at like three. I don't set an alarm if I don't have anything going on. No work. No nothing. No sports to watch. No nothing's going on. I'll I'll, I'll hit the snooze button. I'll just keep napping. It just I don't know. I've been doing it since high school. I, I just I need a nap. Like I, if I, I, I but. I do know the, the negatives in taking a nap. If I nap, I know for a fact I am not getting any sleep at night oh, because okay. of it. So I'll force myself to not sleep because my whole sleep pattern was just messed up. So I, that's my way to do it. I
0: come from a long line of nappers. My dad, I, he, he can fall asleep anywhere, Same. I think. So, same with my, mine. My dad is just like, I'm, I'm sitting down in a chair, fall asleep. <laughs> Outside by the pool, fall asleep. On the beach, fall asleep like he just. Which must be great to like be so at ease and so peaceful that you're able to do that. I can't. I have a tough enough time falling asleep at night without my thoughts racing about everything that could uh, go wrong and has gone wrong and uh, the uh, anxiety that stops me from from sleeping. And I'm not even a doom scroller, guys. I'm not one of those guys that's just on his phone late at night and having the blue light f- shine <laughs> in my face. The doom scrolling is all upstairs in my head just it's it's on a constant loop. That's what happens. I gotta stop that usually with uh it's been a process
1: I, it's been a process for me since moving here because twelve o'clock is nine o'clock back home, so like out nine o'clock I mean well, some people are still up at nine o'clock. I mean at least I am, but yeah, since moving here. It's like, that's why I can't nap, because of all the time changes. So it's been an adjustment. So I don't nap like I used to, but, I mean, I still nap.
0: How long did it take your internal clock to adjust to living here?
1: Uh, it took me a few months. It yeah. really did, um, especially in the summer. And then once you got to the winter time, I... I was kind of adjusted because every day was nighttime. It seems like <laughs> every day's is nighttime. So it's like I can nap now and wake up, and it will still be 8 o'clock. So, I mean, it took me a couple months to get used to it, but, I mean, I, I've enjoyed it. Going back home, it's kind of different because I'll be tired at 9 o'clock because it's 12 o'clock. Here. Right. So it's it's been an adjustment, but, hey, I'm doing it.
0: All right, well, our, our lovely Audible viewers, let us know how you feel about naps uh, in the comments below or... Twitter, or what is it? X now? Still Twitter to me. I have not updated it. I still have the
1: bird on my phone.
0: Okay, yeah, I still also call it Twitter. Um, I have
1: the bird on my phone.
0: Okay, yeah, just uh, uh, Audible viewers, our lovely and wonderful, loyal Audible viewers, let us know how you feel about naps as we once again uh, get far into this show without talking about sports at all. And we're going to go even farther without, or further, I should say, uh, without talking about sports as we play our area code game. We are making guesses for area code 258, but first let's check on our results for area code 257. Uh, there we go. Picked San Francisco for the show Warrior. Yep. Jordan Scranton PA Scranton for the office. office. And then James went with Jordan for uh, City Primeval, the, the new Justified. Correct. And that was, uh, so area code 257 in the United States is in fact.
1: Lights from all
0: think it was when i looked at it again it was alabama again um okay so area code 257 is an overlay of one original area codes it's in canada vancouver island uh and then some parts of the u.s community of hyder alaska wow wow so uh we got san francisco scranton and detroit I think uh, San Francisco. I mean,
1: yeah, it's on that side of I think the San Francisco would west, be
0: closer to Vancouver, the northwest so part. So the so the one that I thought for sure I wasn't gonna win. You won, buddy. The win. There you Everybody go, man. We get to win every. We get a, we give the win every single week. So let's uh, let's now get into two five eight. Anybody want to start with with their guesses? Any? I'm
2: gonna go with New York City. Oh wow! And is Fourteen against. seasons.
0: Is that their? Is this their final season? That's that's the
2: Final season
0: or anything yet? It's not. It's without Jessica Walter, obviously, since yeah. she passed away. Right. Yeah.
2: Lana is now the the head
0: of the. Group. I. are they're not called ISIS anymore, right? <laughs> no <name it laughs> they that uh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, uh, Jordan. What are you guessing? Particular?
1: Yeah. Um. I had so the show that I. I mean, I took a break from watching The Office just to watch this new show. It's called QB1, Under the Lights, where they follow, but it, it's way pre-recorded to when Bryce, Bryce Young was in high school. Um, Deuce Hodes, Hodes Hodges, who's now the University of Kentucky's quarterback, and Anthony Richardson. They film their senior year, so everything is non-scripted, so it's casual. Um, I am going to go with uh, Bryce Young, Santa Ana, out of Mater Day. I just enjoyed following how they did. Um, how they followed Bryce Young throughout high school, his senior year of high school. So
0: Santa Ana? Santa
1: Ana, California.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Modern day high school.
0: Santa. Is that one N on Anna, right? Or two?
1: S-A-N. Santa. S-A-N, right. S-A-N, as in, and then Ana. A-N-A.
0: A-N-A. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay. And then for me, I, I don't know because I didn't really watch a lot of TV this week uh, A-W- once A-W-W. that uh, yeah I pretty much just did that, uh, but I want to keep it. I feel like, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a guess to try to win because I feel like, <laughs> I've seen the two five eight area code in Michigan, before.
2: Two four two four
0: eight. Oh, I was at two four okay two four uh, eight two, four, two, in Michigan. Four, eight, yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, then I I, oh boy. Uh, you know what? Then let's just go back to Justified, but we'll go with the original Justified. There we go. And we'll go to Harlan, Kentucky. All right. So nice. So we'll do, we'll do Kentucky uh, for me. And there we go. All right, 258. The guesses are in the books. And in about, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour and 15, this episode will be in the books. Uh, so let's get started and uh, move right on into The Pulse. But before we get to The Pulse... Let's take a quick reminder and listen to a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Get Around is sponsored by Jimmy John's, two locations in Trevor City. Order a tasty sandwich with the Jimmy John's app. Jimmy John's Freaky Fresh Freaky Fast. Freaky yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. All
0: right, boys, week one high school football overreactions. We'll go around and talk about it. Uh, first question, what surprised you in week one? What was for you the... The biggest surprise.
1: Yeah, uh, so when I was covering T.C. Travis City Central football game on Friday, most people, after, I mean, Travis City Central was already winning at this point, a lot of people were curious of what was happening at Travis City West against Gaylord. I was quite surprised that Travis City West gave Gaylord a game. They almost beat them, but if it wasn't for, a, I believe it was a last-second touchdown ran by Gaylord for them to win the game, come out on top, Travis City West surprised me. I... Personally, I thought Gaylord was just gonna win this by a landslide. Travis City West surprised me, so I don't know about you guys, but that was my surprise.
0: I think West can take some positives from that, and I think Gaylord can take some lessons into that, and they'll they'll need to uh, because they're gonna be facing a very difficult opponent uh, in Week Two uh, in Kingsley, and I believe that's that's a Thursday game. So. Yeah, at
2: Kingsley. Yeah. yeah. That should be one um, some of the scores that surprised me was uh, w- one of them was Kingsley, in that they just so soundly defeated Reed City. Mm-hmm. Won what won twelve games last year or something. I mean they were a really really good team last season, and uh, so I don't know if it, Reed City's lost a lot or if Kingsley's that just that good, which it can also tell us. Um, but that was a, a score that kind of surprised me that it was that lopsided because I expected that to be one of the good games
1: of the week. Oh, there's one other thing I, I I think it's worth noting. Obviously the chat has been Samantha Muller, first uh, female coach in the state. They almost beat Bel Air. Um, that's that's a sign of change that's going on in Bear Lake. And we kinda see it in the first game. Obviously <clears throat> obviously they wish they had won the game. But just I mean, they will help they have Bear Lake. They have yeah, they have Bel Air on their heels. Early, and then going in late into the game, Bell Lake scored a touchdown. But I mean, it shows that Bell Lake is here to play, and anyone can come and get it. So that was another one for me.
0: Uh, one that I was pleasantly surprised by, uh, because this is a team that I, and I, I'm kind of making a cop out here by saying I was pleasantly surprised. I was just happy to see that. Grayling did what I expect them to do this season, and that includes Ethan Kaherick, a quarterback, uh, who threw for 270 yards and two touchdowns uh, and then also had two carries for 20 yards and a touchdown. So that was, that was really nice uh, to see. And Jordan, uh, the game that you went to, Benzie Central, doing, doing what they did and making an early season statement, was, that looked was, easy. Uh,
1: I hate to say it, it looked easy for them. It looked easy for him. I hate to be that dude, but it looked flawless. I mean, up 35 to, th- mm, I want to say, 14, 3, 7. They were up by a couple scores. And I, I I turned over to Jan because I keep forgetting when, when the run, running clock starts. But I looked at the, our photographer, and I was like, hey, when does the running clock start? Because it seems like Benzie continue to score anytime they get the ball they even scored on the opening kickoff in the second half run down for a touchdown so it just looked like a complete team that knows what they're doing they've been around each other for so long i mean a quarterback running back the wide receivers all of them grew up together so all of this and it goes starts to pop Warner. It. it's they look flawless they look good so that's i mean i don't know what that's a Massive overreaction because we know we saw them do this in the playoffs. They have continued to carry it. So
0: They made a statement in week one. Yes, they did. And that was, that was really nice to see and, and made me look smart, which is the <laughs> two hope. teams that I, that I talked about the most were Benzie and Grayling, and both of those teams made me look pretty smart this week, <laughs> which, was, which was nice because most of the time, I'll be honest, I look pretty dumb. <laughs> and that's, that's how it is. All right, so what happened just like you thought it would this week? For me, I'll, I'll start. I, I went and took photos while you were covering the Traverse City Central game. Uh, I did expect Traverse City Central to come out and show that they could play immediately. And yes, it was against a Plymouth team that I believe went one and eight last year.
1: They won two games the previous okay, season.
0: Think, yeah. Okay, Yeah. I so um, given that aside, I wasn't looking at the competition here, I was looking at how Central played, how they communicated with each other, what the chatter was on the sideline, how the coaching staff looked and reacted, and it was the same. Traverse City Central was just playing Traverse City Central football, yep. and I think they, they could be a team to look out for uh, this season, I, I really do. And, again, I know it was against uh, an opponent that was probably down, but you, the guys in the sidelines, they were like, whatever. We know that they might be a down team, but let's step on their throats. They were they were ready to go in that game, and it showed very, very early on. Uh, in, in fact, I was able to leave, I think, a couple of minutes into the second quarter because Central, they had that game in hand at that point already. And I went, okay, cool. I got the pictures that I needed. They're going to win. I'm awesome, dying. good to I'm go. Dying. What about you guys? What happened? Just how you thought it would. What about you?
2: Um, I kind of figured Manistee would win, you know, their opening game against Kalkaska, uh, but they looked just really impressive doing it. Um, and uh, Har- Harrison didn't really like the headline that we had. <laughs> he, he didn't think it was uh, the, the new mascot. Who dis? Was the, was the online headline that, we, that I had for? Oh uh, well, uh, well. And, uh, mm. yeah, he said he liked Independence Day better, which was the Kalkaska preview. Right. Because they went independent, and left the <laughs> NMFC. But, uh, but, Manistee just took control of that game right away. Looked good, and you know they lost pretty much their entire offensive line from last year, so I think a lot of teams didn't expect them. A lot of people didn't expect them to necessarily be able to replicate <laughs> what they did last year. Uh, but but they came out in this game and, and showed that they can, and they They're a team that's talking very confidently like they expect to make a long playoff run this year, which that program has never done. They've never won more than one game in the playoffs in football.
0: This looks like an up year for Manistee Fall Sports across the board. Everywhere. uh, Pretty much. I think their soccer team right now is undefeated. Mm -hmm. Volleyball team looks pretty good. Uh, They usually have some good runners uh, in uh, cross country, country, Cecilia uh, Postma. Uh, will will do good things for uh, yeah, for the Mariners. Good yeah, good golfers. Uh, yeah, I think their golf team. Oh yeah, their golf fun. team. So like right now, it's it's good to be a Manistee Mariner. Yeah, the Mariner. Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Everything's coming together for them. Um, I don't know if this would be as I thought it would happen. I just, I went into covering the TC Central game as if they're gonna win, just like you. But I wanted to see as far as what the substitutions or replacements of Reed Seabase and Josh Klug and how what would happen without them, it just looked exactly as TC Central football would look. Uh, they, they, I mean, I would, I guess they was uh, part of the overreaction, I guess, but yeah, I mean, they look good, they're fine.
0: Players that stood out for you guys, I think, uh, I'll, I'll jump in right away and say the one. That stood out that i was just happy to see had a good game was cj hibbler oh Tosky. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <sorry, laughs> uh did sorry sorry did he he's so at it. <laughs> don't feel bad so I'll, I'll 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 digress here for a second uh when yeah, with me and harrison uh and john being the wrestling nerds that we are we did a, a wrestling fantasy draft oh, during the awesome. pay-per-view yesterday awesome. so we awesome. drafted uh, 10 singles wrestlers, 4 women's wrestlers, uh, and 4 tag teams. And then after we were done with that, we had to make our fantasy pay-per-view and of of all that and make matches and things like that. That's kind of cool, actually. And my buddy John, we were getting to... I, I was the next pick. And he and I have very similar tastes when it comes to wrestling. And this, there was a tag team left out there that I probably should have taken earlier than I did, and I said to I, I'm just like. I said to John, I'm like you could you could hurt me, right now, and I'm, and he's like I I know and I'm going to, <laughs> and he he picked two of my favorite wrestlers of all time, my favorite tag team of all time, which is uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the Outsiders, and I my heart hurt. Like, I had him, I'm like, put your hand on my chest. My heart is beating so fast right now. And it was so dumb that I got, I didn't really get that upset, but I was just so sad. I'm like, I just wanted them on in, you know, in my promotion, our fake promotion that we made up. And, um, yeah, so sorry to steal C.J. Hibbler from you. Nah. But, well, uh, that was
1: me yesterday with Rashad White. Someone took Rashad White from me. Actually, that, that was a sad moment for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I felt that what was uh, throughout your rounds so far that you've uh, f- or, or leagues that you've drafted in. What's been the the biggest heartbreak uh, for a player that you've lost? Oh, because
2: uh, okay.
0: I know you got James Cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glad you got James Cook.
2: Finally, yeah. I've never had him on one of my teams before. Uh, I barely even had Dalvin Cook on teams in the in the past. I got him, um, uh, but but yeah. Uh, had I did have one guy sniped me
1: on Trevor Lawrence oh. in one league. Where it's like
2: the drop off at quarterback after Trevor Lawrence
1: it is, no, it's is big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was the last good quarterback that yeah. I waited.
2: And I'm like, oh there's like two teams that only that don't have quarterbacks yet. And I'm like uh, and everybody between me and my next pick had already taken quarterbacks. Yeah so I'm like there's only one other person that could do it and and uh, you know Mark Urban's nephew did it <laughs> and took, uh, man, we didn't do this draft in person. We were doing it online and everything like that, but I was, I did some swearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cause, yeah, yes. Then I had to wait. Then I just was like, okay, well, everybody else has drafted quarterbacks and I can wait. Right. And so I got ended up with Sean Watson.
1: Oh, what? That's awesome.
2: And I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's an upside. He looked like garbage in the preseason.
0: Where he was Justin Fields sunset. going in your drafts? He goes away.
1: I don't know, but I picked Justin Fields.
0: Just because of his running. He, so he goes pretty high because mm-hmm. he his ability to run?
1: Because okay. he runs. Okay. He's like usually, I
0: don't know, like
1: a fourth or. I picked, the no. I, I, okay. I picked him up in the fifth. If I remember correctly, I picked him up in the fifth. Yeah. Okay.
2: Usually like the end of that top tier is Herbert and Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. And then
1: Fields just comes right there. The fields is before them. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. I felt, I felt happy. <laughs> I felt happy. It landed oh, so to so, me. i so, so, so that that thrilled. Is, Anthony Richardson. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. It was either so that big Johnson, of a... That
0: young guy's got so <laughs> much <laughs> upside. And, 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 oh, I'm, like, and beautiful. I'm sitting there with Watson
2: and Patrick Richard Richardson, and I'm like, man, both of these guys could be duds.
0: Mm-hmm. Or they could, could be studs. So I took
2: a third quarterback. <laughs> to <the draft. laughs> just to be safe, I got Russell Wilson. Okay, good like, luck. Yikes. three draft picks on quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> All right, so we <laughs> picked love, we've digressed uh, yeah. and gotten away from our actual conversation, which happens on this show from time to time. Uh, I picked Hibler, uh coming back from that broken leg, uh, picking up 200 yards, uh, 200 more than 200 yards on the ground, uh, rushing mm-hmm. for the uh, Petoskey Northmen. Uh, for you guys who stood out.
2: Um, I'll, I guess I'll say Charlie Olivier. There you go. You know, we didn't, uh, Josh Sellers said after the, the game, he's like, you know, coming into this, we didn't exactly know what we had on this team until we played a game. And uh, things are a lot better than I think a lot of people thought with them. And Charlie Olivier at running back was just a man possessed in that game. Uh, you know, Harrison Shepard got hurt in the third quarter, and he's their other kind of main running back. And and Olivier just put the team on his shoulders. and scored, scored three touchdowns in that game. Uh, St. Francis didn't have stats because LJN isn't doing the radio anymore. Right. And they would always do the stats for him and stuff. So I don't know exactly how many yards he had, but on the, on the touchdown runs alone he probably had over 100 in on those three touchdown runs because one of them was like 54 yards, I think. So. Um, so he, he, really, I think, established himself there, and uh, and Harrison Shepard should be back next week. Um, so <coughs> that, that's a pretty good backfield.
0: How wild was that game? Yeah, it's It was crazy. Uh, what like was that crowd the, like in Charlevoix? Uh,
2: the crowd was just. <laughs> the crowd was pretty into it. Yeah, the the Charlevoix fans—you could really tell that they were like, "This is our
0: chance to be St. Francis." Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to have been juiced.
1: Like, oh my goodness, we're about to beat San Francis.
0: 41-40 I mean, overtime. <laughs> Wildness. That is.
2: Yeah. Yeah, overtime. I mean, well, the last time they played in, they played in the playoffs in 2020 or 19, I think it was. Um, you know, Charlevoix was up most of that game. And then San Francis just wore them down and took control in the second half. Yeah. And that didn't happen this time. Charlevoix's depth is much better. Their conditioning much better, and, and they were going toe-to-toe with St. Francis for the whole game, obviously think they went in overtime. I mean, the difference in the game ended up being conversions. Yeah. You know, St. Francis scored first, they kicked, a kick, they kicked the extra point. I think they had missed one earlier in the game. And
0: then Charlevoix went for the win for the two-point conversion? Went for two. Yeah. Because they hadn't tried to kick on any other conversions. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. They Must not have a kicker. For <laughs> special almost teams. Every time the team, either, either those teams scored, they went for Special teams. Uh, Jordan, about uh, how about you? Who's yeah, t-
1: mine. Obviously, I'm gonna have to go back to Benzie Central or oh, Dan Wellington. Um, the first drive, there was a lot of jet sweeps. There was like three jet jet sweeps in a row. So my whole anticipation was, oh, they're just gonna do a lot of jet sweeps, a lot of trickeries, a lot of a lot of that. And I wasn't sure like how the offense was gonna pan out against Elk Rapids, who Elk Rapids, for the first like few minutes, they looked like they were. Gonna shut them down now. Dan Wellington's arm is unreal, throwing 80 yard bomb, straight touchdown, five touchdowns, finished tonight over 250 plus 300 yards in the air. That was an unreal performance. I asked the coach, I'm like, hey, because I, I wanted to see what how tall he was, he's almost my height. If I stand next to him doing all of that, so I felt like uh. I don't know what, what what type of word I would be able to describe that, but I asked the coach, anywhere's number one. For football heads like me, when you see a quarterback running around wearing the number one, I think of Colin Murray. So I asked the coach, I'm like, what's your game plan with Dan? Because he's able to run and he's able to throw. And basically they put around, they have great talent, Jackson Childers, that's another one, and then they have, backs and wide receivers who've all are over six foot tall so there Dan is he, he that was it that was a heck of a performance for him especially against Elk Rapids who we sat here last week saying Elk Rapids we hyped up Elk Rapids a lot and so yeah for him to go out and show up like that it's it's promising for the next few games ahead for Benji.
0: All right, and then uh, final question. Uh, what is your hottest take or your biggest overreaction after week one? Who are you all ready to call a state champion? <laughs>
2: well, I think our, our earlier, we kind of talked last week how we, we maybe thought that we wouldn't have anybody in the fight.
0: That's season. what I said, and, and God. Not I, now.
2: I, and I, I think now we we think we have some. Some good possibilities, so I think we'll have at least one team yes. playing Thanksgiving weekend.
0: So who would you throw in that list? Kingsley, Grayling, Kingsley, Benzie.
2: I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put it past St. Francis at this point.
0: St. Francis can back know, in the conversation. I past
2: Manistee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. At this point, you know, and then, then we've got the big schools who've, you know, Cadillac and TC Central have done it in recent history. We've got you know, so Taylor's looking good.
1: Right. Yep. Central Lake.
2: There's a lot of potentials
1: there. One leg. I mean, just a couple, a couple of teams. Yeah, yeah you, you said Benji so that was mine. That was mine. Frankfurt, Frankfurt's another one.
0: Which is a game we have coming up this week. <laughs> exactly. One we leg versus Frankfurt this week. We have Kingsley versus Gaylord this week. We're eating well. We are, boys. We we are. These first couple of weeks, we're, we're eating well when it comes to to good football. There's one
1: more player that I do wanna I do wanna acknowledge before we we cut ties on this topic. Uh, the players that stood out. Uh, I think I would be remiss if I didn't mention TC Central's new quarterback. Uh, Drew, I may Josh Thank you. Got it. Thank you. I appreciate you for doing that. Yeah. Um, well, good job. I mean, to for, to step in uh, to replace Josh Klug, who led TC Central to a run-up a couple years ago. He sat behind him, and then you have his the running back who filled in receiver base, Arthur McManus. Um, I asked him, I was like, what did you guys learn from just those two? He said he learned a lot, and it showed on the football field, so that's another player for me that stood out. It's stepping in big moments when it needed.
0: So I'll go back to Central again since you brought them up, and, and I'll say this. Usually the first game of the season or the first couple of games of the season, a team is still trying to find its identity, right? I didn't get that from Traverse City Central. I early. feel like they already know who they are. Yeah. I feel like the leaders on that team have already taken ownership of that team. And that is super important. So to big. have that mentality in week 1. And I think is such a big thing. And and I can only speak on Central because they were the only team that I saw in person last week, but that was one of the things that I was really impressed by. When I went, these guys seem like they're playing in week 6 right now
1: yeah the whole line is new too. Minus one i don't know if it's the left or the right side but all of them are all new and i believe you want to get the preview on tc central mm-hmm. and how a lot of j- loaded jv players are going moving up yeah it i would not have not known that if i didn't like obviously do the research it, it, it didn't look like, there was like there
0: it were, there was a loose team friday right yeah, yeah. A loose team yeah so. so
1: good for them good for them
0: all right. Uh, any other thoughts before we get into our interview with Charlie and Warren?
1: No, I think we touched all of it.
0: All right. Yeah. Cool. Then let us get into our interview with Tra- Traverse City, St. Francis football players, Charlie Olivier and Warren Asher.
2: Is happy to have on Traverse City St. Francis football players Charlie Olivier, hi, thank you for us come, and Warren Asher, hi, uh, thanks for having us out here. Thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, before practice here on a Monday, uh, coming off that big overtime win over Charlevoix, 41 to 40, that was just a crazy game to watch. Just, just from a fan's perspective, I'll just I'll just say I, when I went up to the interview the Charlevoix coach after the game. I totally him, Like I don't think this is going to probably give me any consolation to you, but that may be one of the best football games I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like just most entertaining to watch. There was a lot of offense, but there was still good good defense being played. The lead changed every score, and it, it was just it was just a great game to watch. Coming into that game, what were your guys' expectations? You know, being that you had re- you had lost so much.
3: Um. I feel like there was a lot to prove to a bunch of other teams. Mm -hmm. And Charlevoix, we think, was going to be a great team to show it. And their coaching staff, everything about them has been phenomenal. And they taught them very well. And it was a really hard game, hard fought Mm -hmm. all the way through from the last play of overtime. Um, We came into this game thinking that this is going to be a fight all the way. It wasn't going to be a blowout. It wasn't going to be anything like in the 60s. We knew that this game was going to be a dogfight to the very end. Mm-hmm. And when we when we left the uh, locker room, we knew that once we left, it was going to be ones on top and ones on the bottom. And it's, it was going to be us. Yeah.
4: It was, yeah. I think it was awesome to actually play in. Just like that was mm-hmm. kind of like, my first like varsity starting game and to have it be a dogfight like that, I really felt awesome and kind of set some expectations for the season and kind of just proved what we had to do and how everything's going to unfold and
2: happen. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys are two of the more experienced guys as far as varsity stuff goes on. You started a decent chunk of last season. You played a lot. Um, with how little you had coming back, I think it was three starters on defense yeah. and, and none on offense. <laughs> what was it like at the beginning of the season for you guys? Just kind of not necessarily starting over, but having a new start like that.
3: It was, it was weird at first because, you know, we had, why not say this, for so long. And we had Garrett Hathaway, Devin Town, Ryan Henry Newman, all those linemen and all these running backs that were prime running backs. And we come in having, like, barely any experience because I played second line for offense last year and Warren played second line offense last year and we didn't really play, we played a lot but we weren't like playing against their ones, we were playing mm-hmm. against twos and threes from different teams because they didn't to keep their ones healthy for the next mm-hmm. game because we were so up on points so when we first came in in the summer, it was like okay, we know that we have the capability of scoring high points and being a good team. It's just a matter of how our team wants to build from last year's performance to then going back.
2: Mm-hmm. And since we have the, only have the one microphone for you guys, you can just grab it and okay and move it around. Um, they they move all all over the place, yeah. so okay. it'll, it'll pick up the sound a little bit better if you do that. Okay, um, I think like offensively our line
4: coming into our summer workouts and coming into the first couple practices, they really, like, we we had one senior on the line, and that's Brian, and he really, like, motivated us and showed us what we needed to do, and I think that helped out a lot. And with getting our uh, blocking rules and everything and just figuring it out and, like, the level of intensity and speed we needed to play at, that's just my personal experience on the line. I don't really know about the backfield because I'm – I don't
3: know yeah it was um, it was pretty interesting for the backfield because um, all of them were seniors of course Harrison was a secondary with me and we had to learn from last year from Garrett Burke and Joey and now we're on our own like mm-hmm. we've had a bunch of seniors like Gabe Olivier my brother of course um, and a bunch of other really prime running backs tell us, like, hey, like, once we leave, it's it's only you. Like, it's you and the other running backs and the quarterback. So whatever you do this year is what's going to happen. And, like, it's a, it's a hard burden. And, like, having a lot of the past seniors tell you, hey, like, you're on your own because there's no other senior or junior that was on that running back class so it was just it's just really hard to like i don't know, comprehend with like having to be like on your own all the time and now like being like okay now i have to send this intensity up to this for my team so then we can perform mm-hmm. at our highest
2: yeah is, is it is it a little odd that you guys go from uh i mean you guys played last year but you know weren't they full-time starters and all that stuff like that it's because you had so many seniors last year yeah. Uh, but you played a decent amount as sophomores, and now as juniors, it's like you guys are almost the leaders of the team.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we do have a, a junior team captain. I mean, he's a team captain, mm-hmm. so I think he's kind of playing a role as a senior right now, and really showing us because he was a starter last year. So he's he's kind of showing everyone else the ropes to like the speed and the
2: intensity and mm-hmm. like what varsity football. Yeah, actually that's is. that's Tommy, right? You're saying Tommy Richardson. No, Harrison Shepard. Jeff- oh, Harrison, Harrison Shepard. Shepard. Okay. He's yeah. this year. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then, you guys had the extra adversity of, the, what is it? Third quarter. I think he gets hurt, like twists his ankle or something. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, a lot of us were shocked that that happened. I mean, that came out of nowhere, honestly. And it was just a normal play and everything. And I went over to him and like, Hey, you got to get up. Like, you can't be down. You need to get up. And he's like, I can't. I can't. I can't. And I'm like okay, then I'm going to push off, and if you want to be hurt, then you be hurt. And so then I just took that, and I was like, this is personal now. Like, you can't just hurt my f- best friend, my captain, and then get away with it. Which mm-hmm. I don't think they were trying to hurt him, of course. Like, it's just my mentality.
1: No, yeah, I mean, it was just regular, you know,
3: yeah. play out wide, and
2: guy, yeah. guy hit him like he should. Yeah, it Kinda
3: was totally. A little freakish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just scary because, you know, it was our team captain, of course, and mm-hmm. Harrison both our best friends, and you know, I when we went back into our huddle, I was like, guys, we need to calm down. We can still win this game. We can still bring it back. We need to do this for Harrison. We need to do this for our coach. And, and we just got to come out on that top. Mm-hmm. And that maybe two or three next plays I scored. And then we were back in it. And then we made our, our two-point conversion, and then we were back up in the lead, kickoff, and we we're still fighting, and you know, and Warren was leading that defense really well, and I give him hundred percent of the credit. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing until he told me what I needed to do, and I would not be here if it wasn't for him. So. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, initially I thought Harrison's injury was much worse than it turned oh. out to be, because when he couldn't even put any weight on that ankle coming off the field, like I'm like, is that broken? Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I
4: think he's <coughs>
3: in the mood today. He'll, he'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, but he's. I don't um, think it was very. very yeah, because our trainer Lynn um, was talking about how she thought it was broken because of how swollen it was, and so then yesterday Harrison came in for to see Lynn, and was like, "I can walk on it." I'm like, "You can what?" <laughs> <laughs> and like, I see his foot, and I mean, it is like, it's thick, mm-hmm. and I'm like. <laughs> it's just bruised. It is just bruised. And I'm like, "Harrison, how are you walking on that?" He's like, it's "Yeah, just, it's football, man. Like you just got to just got to get through it." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's completely right. I mean, that's, that's the honest truth. I mean, you get hurt like that. I mean, I had a shoulder injury near like the fourth quarter and I didn't play at all in the overtime series because of it because Dr. Kerr took my helmet away, of course. <laughs> didn't, let me, didn't let me come back out. But I was really wanting to, but didn't let me. But, yeah, I mean, you just got to play through it. I mean, like, I had hip rib shots constantly. Warren had a bunch mm-hmm. of... Yeah,
4: that's, just, that's football. I think a big thing that our team needs to learn is how to play through, like, pain. Through and, adversity. Yeah, and just, I don't know, <laughs> figure it out. Because... Mm-hmm. With all the people coming up from JV, I mean, they ha- they don't get hit very hard. They've never been hit by some six, three, 250 hundred fifty pound kid running as fast as he can go. Yeah, and it, I mean, it hurts, but like you just have to fight through it and get back up. And I think once we learn that, we'll be able to to move things around a lot faster and play on all types of levels.
1: Uh, uh, my question to you, because you said that uh, last year you had a loaded running back room for seniors, including others. Um, now that you're the, you're, you guys are kind of like the the top dogs of the team. What have you been able to learn heading into that game what seemed like the most craziest game that y'all have ever been a part of? What did you learn from those seniors taking into heading into that solo game? game? Um, or for like, advice or whatever it is that they gave you that you'll be able to translate throughout the season?
3: I remember one thing before the state finals before like we got to Ford Field. Joey and all the captains, senior captains came around and were like, Hey, you know, it's just a normal football game. There's nothing huge about this game. Like, sure it's the state championship, sure it's this, sure it's that, but in the end it's just a normal football game. And, you know, I took that quote from Joey and I was thinking about it during Trial Boy and I'm like, this isn't a state championship game. Like this isn't like playoffs where it's we're done. Like, this is a non-conference game, and this is just a season game. And I wanted to win it back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know it's just a game, but this is, like, more than just the game. Like, this is more, like, we want to get back. And we want to be back as the top dogs again.
1: And like, you hear the noise. All of you guys have to hear it. Like, I mean, we we started in here last week saying, oh, I mean, I don't know. What, I forgot what you said. Something about how we don't, we aren't sure that you guys are going to be able to make it back just because of all these teams. It was just a giant unknown. It's, it's still I mean, unknown.
2: Even, even Coach Sellers after the game last exactly. That's so what still he's like
3: he's like we didn't know. Like you guys exactly have to what we that. Had until tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, no, you know what he talked about. <clears throat> I mean, he's like, this is where our identity will show. Like this game is what is going to show. And you know, sure we had our scrimmage in – I mean, we did all right in our scrimmage. We weren't like top dogs against Cadillac and Central, of course. I mean, great schools, great kids. Everyone around those teams are very talented. Um, well, they're huge in comparison <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> yeah, six, I mean, eight. just as far as enrollment yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah. They had a six eight wide receiver and that, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of unfair. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but, but we held our own. We held yeah exactly. We held our own enough at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean. Just all of that was just our learning of like finding our identity like this year is like we know we have the capability of going far and with our group and we played with these guys with JV too so like we know like. we have the chemistry we have we've been friends since since 6th grade yeah and and we've known mm -hmm. them for such a long time and like we just we can read each other's blocks really well we can know where we're going and like we play fast with this group because Mm -hmm. we know that we have the capability of so much, and these teams that we're playing are going to show it. And, like, Jackson, Luma, Christie, Lawton, Skegan Catholic, Central, like, Mm -hmm. all those, and Sheboygan, all those teams that are on our schedule are great teams, phenomenal teams, I would say. And they are just going to, it's going to be a fight every single day. Every game is going to be just a fight to the end, and mm-hmm. I can't say that we're going to blow out every team because that's—it's not true. I mean, we have the toughest—we have the toughest mm-hmm. schedule in our division for a reason, and so yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not—it's not the schedule of a team that's expecting to not be as good as they normally are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, if, if they were expecting—if you guys were expecting to have, fully expecting to have a down year. They would have. I think they would have maybe pulled back on the schedule a little bit. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
2: I'm sure you guys have heard the the chatter on Twitter of Benzie saying that you guys are ducking them. Yeah, I, s- I
4: saw a little bit of that. We had a um, like a piece of paper. Printed with it out. It. Yeah, it was printed out, but I don't know. I personally, I try to stay away from the media stuff. I think football is just. Mm-hmm. I just want to go out and play. I don't want to be involved in all this. I don't even know what you'd call it, but, like, this, like, beef. Chatter, drama. Chatter yeah.
3: yeah, drama. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I'm just here to play. Yeah.
2: yeah. No chirping. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, no. Our coach stars told us, like, we don't, we don't chirp. We play with our pads. And, you know, when I saw it, I mean, I didn't think much of it. I was just like, okay, you know, they want to start something. I don't feel like. It's okay for us to retaliate Mm -hmm. back. Like, we're not going to come back and say something to them and be like, yeah, Coach Sellers did decline that. Or, no, Coach Sellers didn't decline it. We just never got it. But we Mm -hmm. just, we won't retaliate back because I feel like they want us to retaliate and make us seem like we're the bad people. And, like, we are, like, Mm -hmm. scared of Benzie. And we're not. We're not scared of Benzie. Sorry. Um, we yeah. again we have one of the toughest schedules, and we still have a week eight open. Like mm-hmm. we're not, and we were looking. We're looking for people to play. So it just for me it didn't make sense that Coach Sutter's would decline a team mm-hmm. for some odd reason, and you know, Benzie has a great team. I' not gonna say that they're awful, but they are. They're a great, hard running team, and mm-hmm. you know we saw that last year in the. In our uh, finals, we almost lost to them mm-hmm. in the rain at our own field. Yeah. That so. w- until,
2: the, until this championship game, that was yeah. your toughest game in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> that <it> game was our <laughs>
3: toughest game of the year. Yeah, you know, that was, yeah. yeah. And it was hard because, you know, we always had our starting group was always never playing in the third or fourth quarter because they would have blown out teams by like 60. So mm-hmm. they just were so conditioned to only playing two quarters, and then playing in the finals was just like because a heavy toll.
1: Mm-hmm. I do want to add something because you said something at the end where your team is so conditioned to playing two quarters. Now you guys are playing all quarters cause oh. you're yeah. used to. You said it earlier. You guys are blown out teams this year. You guys have one of the toughest schedules for you. Now that you guys have to step up and be the leaders of the team. How different is it to not have to play two quarters, but you're playing every down? Although you did get hurt recently, yeah. so obviously you're still trying to get back in the flow of things. How weird is it to do that, go through that? I mean, it's different? Not,
3: I mean, it's not weird, but it's like it's kind of new. It's definitely a challenge. Yes. 100%. How so? How so is it a so, challenge? It's kind of like a men- it's like a mental game. I feel like it kind of places your mind a little bit. Like
1: mm-hmm.
3: I'm getting tired. I have pads on my shoulders. I have a helmet on my head. Like I'm in a field. There's a bunch of people like I got to play hard. And like that kind of sets a, a toll on your mentality. Like you got to stay up. You got to stay up. You got to stay up. And like you're getting tired and you're exhausted. And then comes through the third okay. quarter, fourth quarter. And you're like, it's like the end game. And so coming to the end game, you're like, we're going to just punch it in, we're going to put the nail in the coffin, and we're just going to be done.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, you know, it's hard being playing tired, right? And, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of the hardest things to do. And when I ran for my last touchdown, I, I was gassed. I <laughs> will be completely honest. I was gassed because it was, like, a 50-yard run. And that had to be one of my longest runs in varsity, ever? first ever. ever. Mhm. Um, and burners. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I turned on the burners when I saw that last kid come in. You that scored, safety was
2: coming. He scored what? Three touchdowns? Yes. I think it was three. How many of them did he open the hole for? Oh gosh, I think every single one. <laughs> That's right. I know. Two right.
4: three. I know. Um, we did. <clears throat> our our right side of the line was actually having a really good game. It was Brian, me, Brian, and um, Mason, Mason Dzieciak, and mm-hmm. we. I think we played that game really smart because we. Like over practice, we had to. Um, it was like they had. They ran three different fronts against us. They ran oh, like a yeah. four four. A six two. A six two. A five, new, it was. Yeah, yeah. We just had to play it smart, and then once we could figure out stuff, and I don't know, it was. Shoot. Lost my train of thought. It was, once we could figure out how to get the block sound, it started to come together, and we really. Mm-hmm. Now I want to give you the out, chance to
1: right. cuz I asked him what the difference was to playing two quarters as to four quarters. Mm-hmm. Did you play you played all including overtime, right? Yeah. So yeah. how for you? I mean um it was <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> well, I've
4: been personally I've been I was tra- I've been training really hard over the summer going to the I mean doing everything I could to uh, stay conditioned and then when I got into that game, I think it was the second quarter and I was like, wow, I'm gassed. I need to <laughs> I, I need, need to break. No, no. I just say I need to break. <laughs> I needed to mentally fix myself, and I think once I did that, I was I was rolling through the rest. Cause I kind of like found this wind, and then after that, it was it was just easy. Mm-hmm. I did. It is hard going offense defense, and then kick off, and kick return, and then back on. Yes. I mean, it's just... You all. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. all, you're all over the place. It's <laughs> awful. I'm sorry. Yeah. But oh my it's God. like yeah. one of the hardest So things. there's there's a couple times where you just need to say, hey, coach, I need I need someone to go in and
2: kick off. or. Take five. Take five. Yeah. yeah. It's. But, take I don't two. know. I, two think, I think we... Two three. minutes. Two minutes <laughs> is a lot, bro. five is a lot, You guys take have to tonight, right? Yeah, we do. Have you yeah. watched the game, though, yet? I have, yeah. Okay. So, I have I... There's a couple things that I missed during the game, one of which was who made the stop on the last Charlevoix, not the overtime touchdown, the, the one before that, the one in the fourth quarter. Oh. Because um, no, if, cause if they get that one, to... they win. Was it after the interception?
3: Oh. No, um, the touchdown that tied it. Oh, no, 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 no. And then you guys time stopped him on the
2: conversion, that? and it kept the game tied. If they get that conversion, that then you? the that game's you. over.
4: I think it was, it was Eli. No, it
3: he's talking about the before. The Eli over. made the one in overtime. Yes. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah, it was, it was, it Eli. Eli got the Tommy first Richardson. hit, and then, yeah, and then I think Cam Sellers finished it off. Oh. Yeah, that's from the photos I took. That, mm-hmm. that I saw. Yeah. Eli making the the first hit, that was, but there was somebody else in there too that I couldn't see their number, so that it was, Tommy, was Tommy. Tommy okay, it was, yeah, yeah. Tommy. <clears throat> I remember.
3: That. Yeah, it was
2: Tommy. Yeah, but I mean that that had to have been a huge play for you guys to get yeah. that stop, because I mean otherwise. They're going over. up with like three minutes to go or something, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. I mean, we had two. Well, we had two timeouts left too. With that, before that. Oh wow. So we had the we had the perfect time to like. This is before overtime. Yeah. The yeah, and the, in the the fourth quarter. That their their oh, last no, touchdown on of regulation. We had one timeout. I remember that. No, we yeah. had one timeout. It was Mason Dazyak.
4: Mason Dazyak got a sack. Oh. Okay. That put him far back. Yeah. And
2: then. Mm-hmm. It was so so much. Happened. I'm sorry. Yeah. It well, Charlevoix tied it. Scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I read most St. of your Francis story. Yeah, I was just the conversion to prevent him from going ahead. So, yeah. And then St. Francis got the ball back, and Charlevoix
3: blitzed the guy off the left side. Oh, and then hit me in the back. So it came as a block in the back. I remember that. Um, they, oh. they well, he
2: he blitzed he blitzed and pressured Tyler. And it th- I have, might have hit his arm as he was throwing because the ball, like, just went straight yeah, up. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And then Swanson came in and grabbed it, and he was gone for a touchdown, but it got called back for a block, block in the back. In the back because I got blocked. Yeah, it was me. And, and he didn't <laughs> no. even need to make that block. Oh, no. He, he had was it. He was gone. Yeah. He had it.
3: I just – I didn't understand. When I saw yeah. that happen, I was like, oh, my gosh, please call the block in the back. <laughs> I'm like – I just got. You see the lingerie on the floor. Oh, yeah, get it, called I'm, it. I'm just on the ground. I'm like, please call. Please yeah, call. I don't I, I look that. up and there's a flag. I'm like, oh, Jesus just saved us. Everyone,
4: <laughs> everyone is down their heads. And I, I, remember, I was, I saw the flag on the ground. And I just started screaming, like there's a flag, there's a flag, because no one saw it. And then, and then Eli says something. He was like, it doesn't matter. It was after. It was like the flag was after he caught the ball, and I was like. It's
2: getting called back. And yeah. Then, that, yeah, still that, in reception, but not the, the touchdown. Yeah. yeah, That flipped a switch, too. Yeah, and that then St. Francis into, got to stop. Because yeah. that set Charlevoix up at, like, the 30, yeah. Or 30? Yeah. Did I take, a
1: deep breath afterwards, after all of this? <laughs> oh, my goodness, I can't believe really we won this game.
4: Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was after I saw that in overtime when I saw, like, the guy on the ground hugging the ball. Yeah. And he wasn't in the end zone. And I was like,
3: wow, that actually <laughs> just happened. We just won. I kind of started crying a little bit, because, um... It's an emotional game, bro. I mean, like, I was just super... Braxton Lazinski is a sophomore. Um, he took over a lot, and he was... Especially mm-hmm. towards the end on defense. He stepped up, and I was so proud of him. Like, and even when I got in the locker room with him, I was like, dude, you did a great job. Because he played, he played on JV. He played on JV
4: Thursday, on Thursday and lost. two quarters, yeah. Mm-hmm. And And then he came up on varsity and really stepped
3: up, and I think he helped us out a lot, actually. I just went over to him. I tapped on his shoulder. I'm like, dude, you did a great job, and I'm really proud of you. And he's like, I I wouldn't be here. And I'm like, but you're here. Like, you you helped a lot on offense and defense, a ton. Stepping up for Harrison, stepping up for me, Mm -hmm. and making sure that we got the yards to get first downs and making these these plays. And... I was just like, I got this arm, and I was like, dude, good job. And then I saw Warren, and I hugged him. I'm like, you did a great game. That was Mm -hmm. was a great game. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was so happy with everyone, too. Like, after the game, I think, because I went over to you first. Or it was after we called out, and I went over to an interview with you. Yeah. And, like, I just had, like, this bundle of joy in me. I was just, like, waiting to just celebrate with my team and everything. (laughs) And... I was trying to speak, but I was so tired. Like, you could tell I was really tired. Yeah. <laughs> I one, well, I remember one thing you said when you started, you started saying that, you're,
2: that we're going to go back to Ford Field next year or this year yeah. and everything like that. And, and Coach Sellers is, like, standing just a couple feet away. <laughs> and normally if a kid starts saying that, like, the coach
3: would just be like – he's, like, he's, he's, he's just like, like – Oh, he like, was super <laughs> – I I like, he was super chill. He was holding my helmet too. I was really happy. With <laughs> I was super tired.
1: Coach was holding
0: your helmet? Yeah, I mean, I was.
3: Really? Wow. Yeah, because my friend Cam Sellers was holding it because my shoulder, because I really couldn't hold anything because my shoulder was messed up. So Mm -hmm. he was just helping me out a little bit. And Coach goes, all right, Cam, you you can go. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) And then he's like, grab my helmet. I'm like, Coach, you have my helmet. (laughs) Forever. I, can, I can hold it, Coach, if you want me to. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do this. This is like this is too nice of you. And Coach yeah, understands the assignment, bro. does yeah. so oh, yeah.
1: back <laughs> to get hurt, dude. He's thinking, he's thinking about the team. He, he did not care about the look, bro. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah, thinking about well, the team. Oh, yeah. I thought
2: it was so, so the one thing I've heard about you is I've heard that you can do a standing backflip. Oh, yeah. I really? I can do a standing backflip. You weigh how much? Uh, 240.
1: Two-forty?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah t- How tall like, are you? Uh, I'd say 6'3", I'd say in cleats. 6'2", six, 6'2", two, six, two, he, he can yeah. do a backflip in cleats, too. That's
3: even better. <laughs> so, yeah, 6'3", yeah. yeah.
1: How did this come? Yeah. Like, did you do gymnastics? Yeah. How, was it just, oh, like, so jumping off <laughs> diamond boards? I, or I, uh, I'm more fat. I'm more <laughs> curious about this now.
4: My, um, me and my buddy, back when I was in, like, fifth grade, he had a trampoline. Uh-huh. And we were on it every single day, just, just doing flips. And then we'd, we'd take videos on it. He got a GoPro for his birthday one day.
1: Tape did, to did your chest?
4: No, we like we set it up outside the video or outside the trampoline. Oh, a, and then like it just do flips. And then one day I was just like I want to try this on like flat
3: ground, and I just did it. You, I'm guessing. do this before. <laughs> oh no! Like, um, <laughs> I actually didn't know he could do a backflip until middle school. So. This is a funny story. So out of nowhere and I think it was in the winter time. And no, 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 it was <laughs> springtime. School spring? Yeah, because I did it at school for the first time. It was during football season. I remember this. And uh, it was just out in the playground play, during lunch. I just it was I was on a hill and I just did it. It was super weird. I just, like, <laughs> with me. I, just I just looked at him. He looked at me. I looked at my friend Matthew. I looked at Harrison. And we're all looking at each other like, what just happened? Like he just <laughs> did a backflip at like a hundred some pounds. No, I was, I
4: think I was like like 200? 200. then. I was huge. He was huge. I, I kind of had a gut,
3: too. I wasn't like a, I was not a little kid. Oh my he God, was oh, He was fat, he was fat. Okay, this is where it got funny. He was faster than me in middle school. He yeah. would cook me in anything. And I was so mad at that. What because I was like the fastest kid in our school. Know. And then all of a sudden, this kid comes out of nowhere and starts <laughs> laughing. And I'm like where'd you come from? Like, he's like, oh, I'm from, I'm from West. I'm like, I look at him, I'm like, oh, I can see that. I can see you're from West. Yeah. Oh. And then does a backflip. I'm like, all right, you know what? I see you're athletic. Like, just come play football.
1: You ever done it? You ever <clears> done it with pads <throat> on? Yeah. I can
3: do pads on. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 he did
1: it with the helmet on, on too?
3: Yeah.
2: I did, I did it. I would suggest uh, doing it with a helmet on if I was going to try it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely <laughs> a
4: good idea.
1: No, but, oh, my goodness, man. You know, hey. I was actually
2: thinking
4: about doing one after we won that game when we were running off the field. But well, your coach would have yeah. easily lost it. Lost it. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, it's the first game. We don't need a leadership. <laughs> yeah. <Dude>, I don't <laughs> think I, I
1: physically could have, though. You're, you're the right side. <laughs> yeah, you were tired, man. I, mean, I was, was tired.
2: tired. I was doing tired. that when you're tired. After the game, the game I covered on Thursday night was Manistee against Kalkaska, mm-hmm. and, and they won, like, 45 to nothing. I heard about that. And everything. That's but that's afterwards, that's their running back did a – a oh my god. Backflip on the on the field. Like he called it a victory backflip. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, it was forty five to nothing, so he mm-hmm. hadn't already played in the second half. Oh yeah. so, that's true, that's true. So, I don't know. Wow. That game did something to me. I was cramping
4: really bad. <laughs> oh, after the game? Could we talk about that? Oh, on the bus ride home? No, We're no, talking. no.
3: Like after your handshake you just dropped. Oh, yeah, I just fell. Give <laughs> me. Couldn't you, walk anymore. You it was, dropped. It was crazy. It was so funny. I just Weird. I'm like <laughs> shaking hands with like, go, good game, good game. I, I just see him
1: Boom. On the during, ground, the he- he- during, the, during the line? It was perhaps?
3: after. After I shook the last guy's hand. He fell down. Fell, and and then, was, then the Charlotte trainer came over and helped him. It was yeah. so... F-
1: <laughs> hey, at least you're good,
3: dude. <laughs> yeah. I uh, hey, yeah.
1: all i We can <laughs> laugh now, but hey, at least you're good, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
3: how about you talk about the bus ride, too? That was How oh, oh, was yeah, yeah, it? Yeah,
1: how was it riding back? Because obviously that's what, five 40-minute bus ride? Yeah, I was in I was throwing up out
4: the window and stuff. It was... Uh, long uh, long yeah, long
1: Oh, really you really bad. went through
4: yeah, it. Yeah, when I got home, it was, <laughs> was it was in so rough bad. Shape.
1: <laughs> I think I had what a sleep. way to celebrate! Yeah, I, don't
4: <laughs> I don't know. I went to the doctor. They said I didn't have enough salt in me. I had enough water, but it wasn't enough salt. You went to the doctor right after when salt? you got back. I hadn't heard that no, my, my grandma's a doctor. Oh, perfect. And I called Beautiful. her when I got home. Oh, nice. And it was like ten o'clock. Oh, I so asked.
1: that bus had a smell.
4: He got it out. Oh, I got it out. It oh, okay, perfect. that's good though. <laughs> he, he got it like, adjusted. It just dawned on me,
1: like, wait, that bus might have smelled, man. No, we, we were. Fine. <laughs> I got it out. <laughs> it's just we... funny.
3: All I hear in the back, I'm just like, Warren just threw up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Warren just did what? And I turn around. I'm like, Warren, are you okay? He's like, <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm like you threw up? He's like, it's all over me right now. I'm like, oh. I'm like, dude, that's so nasty, bro. He's like, I'm trying to clean it off.
2: Did, did they make you clean the bus afterwards? Oh, no. Poor no. bus driver, off. man. <laughs> <We're too> <laughs> <tight> <laughs> like a,
1: walking back. Oh, we are just dude, been the outside the bus, right? They like yeah, just hose got, that yeah, down. None of
4: it got in, I think. We got lucky. <laughs> yeah, we did. I got lucky. I got lucky. You got lucky. He's like, we. you got lucky.
1: Well, hey. Y'all won. That's all that matters, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Wow.
2: And it was a winning interview. I so was there we go. so. Congrats, sure. boys. We got to get you guys out of here
3: so you can go lift weights. Oh, yeah. After all
2: I'll this. I'll try. Oh, yeah. How's your shoulder doing?
3: It's <laughs> <That> doing <sound laughs> good. I mean, I think it was just bruised up really bad, but I'm fine. I got K tape on it. I'm feeling better than ever. I feel like I could play Lawton right now.
1: How much can you press? Uh,
3: 300.
1: And you can do backflip, okay. left- bumper, stand
3: the kid's, the kid's natural.
1: That's, so can. Na- that's, that's, okay, good luck the rest of the season, man. Thank you. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same Gosh. to you, same, same to you. Good to you. luck the rest same of the season. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course.
0: All right, thanks again to Charlie and Warren for joining Jordan and James here in the Get Around Podcast studio. That interview and this episode of the Get Around is brought to you by Jimmy John's, so let's hear a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Get Around Podcast is sponsored by Jimmy John's with two locations here in Traverse City. Jimmy John's spends six hours slicing and baking every day to make you a 30-second sandwich. Jimmy John's, freaky fresh, freaky fast. Freaky. Oh, yeah. All right, boys, get around Hall of Fame time. Let's get our nominations for our Athlete of the Week and who will be inducted into the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Uh, I'll get us started. Uh, I'm going to go with Trevor City St. Francis. Uh, since we just had Trevor City St. Francis guests, might as well keep the Gladiator love going uh, and put up Grace Slocum. Uh, she's a, a junior, and she won the St. Francis Invitational with an 80 on Thursday, uh, which was six strokes better than second place. And then on Friday at the Trevor City West Titan Invitational, which had schools from Division One through Division Four, she shot a one under 70 to win by 10 strokes. Jeez. So she just took over that day and was better than everybody else out on that golf course. So my nomination, Trevor City St. Francis, is Grace Slocum, who... I would imagine if she doesn't get in this week, she'll get in some week. Yep. So it's, it's okay if we don't have to vote for her, yep. but she just needed to be put up for doing back-to-back wins.
1: Understandable. Yours? Uh,
2: I, you know, I was going to go with Manistee linebacker uh, Nathan Doremus, the, the transfer from Texas, because he had two tackles for loss and two sacks in the first half of that game. Wow. But we've talked about football enough, so I'm going to go with a soccer player instead. So all right. we have an all-non-football I like that. I do too. Yep. Of people for the Hall of Fame. And I'll go with Traverse City Christians, James Tente, who had three goals and an
0: assist in a 5-5 game against Suns Bay. Okay. Wow. I like that one. Jordan, stick your name.
1: In, yeah, sticking soccer. I'm going with Grayland Soccer, uh, soccer player Mitchell Harrington. He had 10 goals over the weekend, five goals each game, as Graylin, uh just won the whole Invitational. And to... Add to his performance, he had a hat trick on Wednesday to help uh, the Vikings remain five and zero undefeated. So into this week, goals in a week—it's unreal. That's my vote. That's mine too. That's yeah, that's,
0: that's unbelievable, man. Okay. <laughs> like for him. That's kind of why I changed mine because I knew
1: it wasn't going to win anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was—I put up—I put up Grace, and I'm like, well, Grace is going to get in.
1: He'll get point. in sometime, but five goals so. in a game.
0: All right, congratulations to Grayling's Mitchell Harrington. You are the latest inductee into the Get Around Hall of Fame as our Athlete of the Week, and you are now a part of the most exclusive club in Northern Michigan. Yeah, Grace
1: is going to definitely be in the center. she will get in sometime. Yes.
0: Maybe when next week. Maybe we next week. She's gonna
2: to watch. <laughs> when we were doing the players to watch uh, things, and in her bio and the one, I was like, "Yeah, she's in two of these." <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just for the fall. So she's, uh, she'll get in. I mean, she'll win a conference title. She'll win a regional, more mm. than likely. Good and she very could well win a state championship. So He's
1: shooting 10-0. Uh,
0: I think she'll do okay. All right, let's get into our happy endings and what made us happy, wrap up the show with that. Boys, what made you happy inside and outside of sports this week? James, was it just doing a bunch of fantasy football drafts? <laughs> it
2: has been nice. I've only done two so far, but I have one more tonight. Okay. Nice. Uh, nice. And then I've got... I've got one on Thursday. I've got one Thursday night and one on Friday night. So I'm
0: gonna be <laughs> drafting from my phone while working. While covering a football game. That is that awesome. Thursday. That that is, that is dedication. That is dedication. That is dedication. <laughs> keep your head <laughs> on a swivel, my man. Because I don't want you like looking down at your phone while you're on the sidelines and then getting trucked by two guys, two football players that are that are tackling out of bounds. So it's just yeah, keep keep your eyes peeled for. Yeah, man.
1: Bat. Be careful, dude. <laughs> don't get airloaded. Uh, yeah uh, for me I guess what would make me happy. I finally got around finally I told I told my buddy obviously that I, I kind of talk about him a lot. Uh, Rashad White, running back from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I finally got around to getting his jersey. He currently has my hat, my bucket hat, with all my pins on it.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: he's signing it for me, so when I could, uh, that would be shipped back. And he's giving me one of his gloves, so that would be also on the desk as well. Yeah, it's it's kind of surreal being, you know, in this position, journalism position, and knowing some people who made it to the league and still keeping contact with them. For him to do that, I. I've I've told him I owe being in this position to him because of just how many yeses he's given me to give him interviews, even though most people kind of knew him once he was at Arizona State. But yeah, uh, that happened outside of sports, inside of sports. I know you said Harrison B.B. didn't really watch Week Zero. Well, I watched Week Zero because I missed college football extremely. I stayed up to watch Hawaii, almost beat Vanderbilt. That's how... Excited! I was to college football as was RC back.
0: DB says Vanderbilt.
1: I am cool with that <laughs> because that stadium was not ready. They had a scoreboard that was hanging off a crane. That's how incomplete Vanderbilt Stadium was. College football's back, which mm-hmm. was awesome.
0: Well, guys, I think you know what my answer is of what made me happy. I, um, I, when I went to bed last what night. What is Sunday it? Night, when I went to bed <laughs> Sunday night, I realized I was like that was just a joyful day of watching wrestling with my friends and then hanging out with my friends and then capped off the night by watching, which I'd already seen in theaters, but watching again uh, was uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, I love that movie. I capped off the night with that and I went to bed and I went, that was a that was a good day. That was a good night. That was a good day. So that's, I'll just say that's, that's making me happy. That made me happy. So it was, awesome. uh, it was a good day and uh, bringing that in Bring that energy into Monday. We'll see how long it lasts. But uh, yeah, that's what made me happy. That's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. All right, man. anything
1: else, boys? I'm just happy that uh, that there's this many good TV shows
2: coming out right now. As I was worried, you know, with the writer's strike, that I'm like, Ooh. oh, yeah, these have not been finished and they're not going to release for a year or two or whatever. So I'm happy, you know, that the new Justified is out, uh, the new Star Wars show, Ahsoka, is out, Archer, uh, The Witcher, mm.
0: just started. It's mm-hmm. nice to have uh, so turn to turn on. I'm worried that yeah. it's going to dry up
2: here a little bit, so uh, Hollywood, pay the writers. <laughs> Please. So I don't think that any Hollywood executives listen to this podcast, but in
1: case...
0: <laughs> hey, I don't Just, just quit Google search. I think uh, all of us share that sentiment. Yeah, same. So All right, well, boys, thank you for another fantastic episode of the Get Around Podcast. Uh So much fun. I'm so happy that football is back. Like I said this is this is the start this is the unofficial official start of the fall sports season is after week one of of football i know sports starts before football but that always seems like the preseason to me i'm not trying to take away from the other sports i'm just saying like the fall sports season doesn't really get underway until football starts so it's it's, it's nice that we had that uh, and it's nice to be back uh, in the podcast studio talking to you guys And being able to say that episode 257 of the Get Around Podcast is now in the books.